Hello world, welcome to Transition Podcast and I am Norma and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome, welcome. Also, I should say welcome to the month of February, the month of love, yes. Even though it's just one day in the month that we celebrate love, February has come to be known as the month of love. So welcome to February and how was January? Tell me. Uh, For me personally, I'll say January was a good month. Um, I got clarity on a number of things, Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I think those things I got clarity on, um, it's helping me in so many other areas. And I know that sounds very vague, but it's intentional to sound vague. Anyway, on this one, I'm not vague in everything. Come on, just certain things, you know. And anyway, so welcome to February. Um, for me, February so far has been interesting. Okay, so by day three in this month, I realized that I had not had a soda drink. So I hadn't had any of those fizzy stuff, Fanta and Coke and all those things that I usually go to. Um, my last soda-ish drink was January 30th. And so when I realized that it's been three days since I had any of, you know, soda stuff, I was like, do you know what? February is soda-free month. I'm going to do that. Um, now, that's not to say I'm such a soda drinker, like I consume gallons a day, though. No. But let me say, like, on a bad week, I will have, like, two to three, you know, uh, two to three bottles of soda, like, spaced out, but two to three times in one week. And then on a good week, I either have none or I have one. Um, but I just decided when I got to day three and I was like, oh, wow, I haven't had. And I said, OK, do you know what? Let's just make February that month uh because to be honest personally i started having questions about soda drinks and one of the questions for me is it's weird because i'm i mean i'm sure a lot of people that don't drink it probably have had this um eureka moment ages ago but i was like how long are these things you know bottled up like when it's made in the factory to when we get it in the shop and then in the shop, how long was it in the shop before we bought it? Like my mind was just like, what things do they have to put in there to preserve and just keep it so that even if it stays in the shop for a month, it's still good. And even if it stays in a factory for three months, it's still okay. And so those are the kind of things that are just like in my head recently. And um, yeah, so I just said, you know what? Sort of free month for February. Now, is that going to be for the whole year? I hope so. I hope so. I've done this once before, um, many years ago and I, I went back in. Um, so I don't know. I don't want to say like, definitely this is like for the whole year. Um, uh, I'm hopeful, but you know, as, a, as the scripture says, he who has begun this good work in me, you know, is able. So fingers crossed, prayers up. Let's see if I would, you know, totally be off from that. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, moving into our conversation for this episode, I have titled today's episode, Don't Let Pain Color Your View. Yes, don't let pain color your view. And I believe that this is something that happens, if not to all of us, but to the majority of us as human beings. And I also believe that this is a fitting topic when we consider that we are still in the beginnings of a new year. So we've had experiences with the previous year, 
And even we're at the beginning of a new month. So we've had experiences with a previous month. So I just feel like this topic, don't let pain color your view, is just worthy of this space we have found ourselves. And I hope you think so too. So are you ready? (laughs) Let's chat. Okay, so I started wearing glasses at the age of eight. Um, I was in primary four. I think some people may call that grade four. I don't know, depending on your country. But anyway, I was eight years old and I was still in primary school uh, when I started wearing glasses. And so basically, I've been wearing glasses all my life. But back then, when I started wearing glasses, it was not a cool thing. I mean, I got called names. I was called grandma. I was called four eyes. Like, I mean, you know, just name it. Any of those nasty, you know, names people get called. Yeah, so I was called those things. It wasn't like now. I mean, now it's so cool because you have different variations and you have big names who have gotten, you know, involved in that line of, you know, business. It's become this beauty thing. You see glamorous models, you know, wearing the glasses and things like that in all this um, adverts and campaigns. But it wasn't so when I started, right? It was like the scientists and the geeks and the nerds and the girl who never gets asked to to prom or to a party. <laughs> Those were the people that wore glasses back then. So I remember that when I was in secondary school, um, it started changing, all right? So at that point in time, it became like, it started getting cool a little bit because different um, designs started coming out. I think that was the beginning of the transformation of the whole who wears glasses thing, right? So it became this sexy thing, was becoming really cute now when you say, oh, I wear glasses and stuff. And there was a particular day I went with my mom. I remember it as just going with her. I don't know if other people were there. And I was to go back to school because I went to boarding school. So I was to go back to school um, soon after and I needed to change my glasses. And so I walked into the opticians with my mom and I came across a rimless glasses. Now, back then, that was like the best thing in eyewear, rimless. Um, if you don't know what rimless is, I mean, you could Google it, but I, I will just try to explain it. So basically, it's glasses without the frame, Right. It was like the coolest thing. I mean, right now, thinking about it, it sounds really impractical, especially for like a 12-year-old who's going to boarding school to be wearing that kind of glasses. But, you know, I was just so excited to have something that was cool um, when it comes to glasses, right? So it was a rimless glasses and um, I just had to have one, you know, and I told my mom and, you know, mom's being moms she agreed and even cooler now this was so I thought that was it I thought that was like oh gosh rimless glasses I'm going to be like hot but then the optician suggested that the glasses get tinted and I was like whoa like I almost passed out in excitement like tinted like for real for real that can happen (laughs) you know and so I was like, cool, I would like it tinted. And, you know, um, she sold it to us, like, you know, under the sun, you know, it protects the eyes and all of that. And I was like, perfect, I want. So fast forward to the day that we go to pick up the classes and um, I put it on and I find that 
it had the lenses of the glasses had been tinted blue. So whenever I had my glasses on, everything around me was bluish. The sky was like more bluish than usual. Like everything was just bluish. Um, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it was just had this bluish hue to it. And it's kind of like what happens to us um, when we have encountered something very difficult in our lives, you know, um, death, rejection, pain, loss, just name it. Like when we've gone through something so painful, it becomes the lens by which we see everything, you know, um, if we have, if you've ever been betrayed by a friend, it becomes the lens by which you see friendship. So anybody who is coming to you, trying to be a friend to you, you shut that down and you shut that down fast because you are seeing that person through the lens of your pain. Um, if you have gone through a heartbreak and somebody who you loved and you cherished and you know, you have just seen that someone else who is coming is going to be like, do you know what? That's the door. Just go because you're seeing that person through pain. If it's with a job, you know, you've just, um, been rejected over and over again at places you have gone for employment. And someone says, do you know what you can, I have, um, a link I want to send to you so you can apply for a job. You're probably going to be like, Oh, think, even if you don't say it, I'm not going to do it because again, excuse me, the pain is the lens by which you see through. And, and that's why this, um, I, I don't know whether to call it this topic. Um, I, it just came into my heart because I just felt there's so many of us, especially, like I said, just going through a new year, you know, yeah, 2021 was great for a lot of us, but for some of us, it wasn't the best year. Um, you know, I remember there was a time uh, on Twitter some years ago and what was trending in Nigeria Twitter was something like um, your, your sort of like, what was your worst year? So what has been your worst year so far or something like that? And, you know, there were different years. So people were saying 2018, so people say 2015. And I was thinking like, while someone may say 2015 was a, was a horrible year for me, and someone else is like, wow, that was like the best year I had so far. You know, so I realized that, you know, that we have different experiences. So you may think, oh, 2021 was such a blast of a year, but there's someone probably in your circle, or even if it's not someone you know, but there's someone who that isn't their story, you know, um, whatever has been your difficult year or whatever has been your difficult, whatever is a difficulty in your life, there's always a tendency that because of the pain you have experienced, you see everything else through that so you can see you can see trying you know you've made so many efforts whatever it is you've made efforts and it's not working the pain of that disappointment just makes you stop and that's the power that pain has so pain can make trying seem pointless pain can make dreaming seem pointless pain can make love seem pointless pain can make life can make life seem pointless. But I want to encourage you today, as you listen to this, or if you know someone who could be encouraged by this, I want to encourage you, do not let pain color your view. 
every time I took those glasses off, remember my blue tinted rimless glasses, the world around me will be as it should be. I would realize that, wait a minute, nothing is blue. As everything was just as it had always been. But once I put those glasses on and I looked through those lenses, I was convinced that the world was blue. Like there's nothing you could tell me otherwise. Like I had proof. Everything was blue once I put those glasses on. And with pain, everything can seem pointless once you're looking through the pain of your loss, your rejection, your disappointment, everything can just seem unworthy and pointless. Some days ago as I prayed, one of the things I had I was saying in that place of prayer, I was asking God to heal my perspective because in a lot of ways that's what pain is pain is a perspective it's the way it becomes the way you see things it becomes the way you see yourself it becomes the way you see people and before perspective can change because i've always heard change your perspective but before perspective can change it has to be healed that's what i believe all right because whatever understanding or expectation or thought i have or you have of something came from an experience and when that experience was negative it needs to be healed for it to change. For some, it may be believing you are not good enough to be employed. That's what pain has shown you. The rejections has told you. For some, it may be that a dream of yours just got crushed so fast and you have just shut down because what's the point dreaming anyway? You know, whatever that dream is, whether it's to start a business, whether it's to start a family, um, I remember watching over the weekend Sweet Magnolias on Netflix and one of the characters wanted a child so badly and found out she was pregnant only for her to have a spontaneous miscarriage and she was in pain and as she was coming out of that pain she realized I want this but she was afraid right but the pain had made her decide to just stop but she decided to move on. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that's what pain can do. You, it can make you just look at that dream you've had all your life and just be like, do you know what? Maybe there's nothing really special about this dream, about doing this. Um, and I've been there. I've been there. Um, I've experienced things, very, very painful things that have like my blue rimless tinted glasses Whenever I looked at myself through that pain, whenever I looked at an opportunity through that pain, all I wanted to do was run in the other direction because all I saw was what my pain told me. And I'm not saying that this one episode is magic, you know, like fairy dust. And just by listening to this one episode, all the heaviness you feel and all the pain you feel is going to just disappear and evaporate. No, I mean, no. But it's my hope that it will be a moment in time where you take the blue rimless tinted glasses or is it the rimless blue tinted glasses I should be saying and you see that the world around you 
is not blue. You see through a different lens. And that's what I'm hoping this episode does for you. It provides you, it just shows you that you're looking at everything through something else. And that there's something else to see in a different way. There's something to see in a different way that is not through your pain. One of my favorite people in history is Abraham Lincoln. I first came across his story as a child when I used to visit my mom at her office. Um, and she had different things pasted on her wall. I mean, the wall of her office. I mean, now you can call it like motivational, like quotes and things like that. Back then, I don't know what, you know, people called it, but she just had different, you know, things pasted on the walls of her office, very encouraging and motivational things. And one of those things was on Abraham Lincoln. And it was just a snippet or like an overview of his life story. And I remember whenever I went to her office, I would always read about Abraham Lincoln and it wasn't because I had some memory problem and I needed to remind myself what I saw it was just that his story mesmerized me especially as a child I couldn't believe that someone who had encountered so much failure and so much rejection just kept going I was mesmerized by his gusto I mean right now we'll call it his audacity to believe the audacity of his hope that there was something to him and something he had to give. Because that's what pain tells us. It tells us a different thing. It tells us that there's nothing in us worth having, worth exploring, worth doing. And a lot of the people we celebrate today, even in history, are people who, in spite of pain, kept going and that's not to say that you won't feel tempted to stop that's not to say you may not stop momentarily I hope that's the right way to say it but it's to say pain is a lens it's a lens and you can take it off to see that thing in a different way to see that opportunity in a different way I remember being in a difficult season or a difficult place, however you want to call it, some years ago, and I was shut down. I just, like, nothing. I had my metaphoric rimless blue tinted glasses on, and I could see no point in doing a lot of things. Now, months passed, and one Sunday uh, at service at the church I attended at the time, I heard there was a women's prayer group that met every Monday morning. Now, pain told me, what's the point? You know, just another round of prayers. Just go home. There's no point in it. But I found myself Monday morning just getting ready <laughs> and going. I can't I can't even say I, I had it. I don't even think I had a conversation with myself. I just found myself Monday morning walking in the direction to the church because it was very close to where I lived at the time. And looking back, I would say that that's one of the best decisions I have made in my life because every Monday morning I went, it was an opportunity for my blue tinted rimless glasses. Maybe I'm saying this the wrong way. I don't know. But anyway, it was just an opportunity to take off that lens I was seeing myself and my life through 
and just to see it in a different way. I was encouraged, I was comforted, and I was seeing that I was not alone. I was hearing other ladies who had their challenges, and as we leaned on each other, and as we leaned together on God, our lenses collectively began to change. You know, and slowly and surely, I was smiling again, I was living again, some color had returned to my life and I won't say that particularly any big thing happened but it was just I realized oh I would say I realized I would say I had put the lens down I had put the pain down and there was hope again and that was why everything felt better because there was hope again because pain asphyxiates hope. Experiencing pain is an inevitable thing as long as we're living in this imperfect and broken world. And like I said earlier, I mean, for some of you listening, 2021 may have been a difficult year. It may have been so difficult that it has made you even to consider now we're in this new year to give up, to just stop trying. Maybe the pain of that rejection or betrayal or loss has just tinted how you see yourself or has made you believe that all humans are liars and you are not good enough. You believe the worst. You believe the worst. You expect the worst because you have seen the worst. And I want to encourage you. Take the pain-tinted lenses off. And yes, I know, like I said, like... This is no fairy dust episode. It will not happen just by listening to this. It will not happen just this moment. It's a process. Because it's about healing. And healing is a process. But healing starts with something. Healing always starts with something. You have a fever, you start with something. You have a cough. Like I had last week in January, you start with something. Healing isn't automatic. Healing is a process. And sometimes healing is about taking a step. Sometimes healing is about calling out for help. It may be sending out that resume or proposal again. It may be saying a prayer again for some of us. It may just be talking to God again. That's how you put that pain lens down. It may be making yourself friendly again for those who have been betrayed or had a horrible experience with a friend or with friendship. Putting the pain lens down might be just saying, I believe there are good people out there. And so instead of being closed off, I'm going to try to smile a lot more. I'm going to try and be more pleasant. It could be so many things. It could be joining a prayer group like I did. It could be going for therapy like some do. But to heal from pain, we need to do something about it. To get that perspective changed and see through a different lens We need to do something. We need to take some sort of action. 
I remember again, <laughs> transition podcast is a lot of remembering whens, but I remember there was a time when I was really low, really low, grasping, feeling tired. And the scripture came to me and I want to share it with you. And I hope it, it, it finds you the way it found me because the day the scripture found me, it was a lifeline and I'm hoping it finds you the way it found me. And this is John 16, 22. And I'm reading from the NLT version. It says, and this is Jesus talking. And he says, you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice and no one can rob you of that joy. Don't let pain color your view. Until next time, bye-bye.